This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. And all the rest of you people. Are there any other, kind of other types? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are. There's some trans. Uh, There's L. LBC. In betweeners and stuff. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transgender. Uh, and, uh, you know. Yeah, the others. Yeah. Bi and sure. gay and yeah. lesbian. There is a wonderful wealth of people in the world. It's great. It is absolutely a good thing to have uh, have differing viewpoints about different things. And so why I like living in this area. There's a lot of uh, diversity. Yeah. Yeah. This area by uh, no matter how weird you are, there's already somebody just as weird as you are. <laughs> yes. Well, that's relevant. Well, yeah, yeah, that's relevant. Um, I, I must say, Bevo looking extra beautiful tonight. Yes, she's all dressed up. I didn't think. Oh, yeah. uh, Thank you. The, uh, the the black the the black works well for you. Thanks. Yeah. I was actually just thinking I hate this sweater and I should throw it out. But awesome. <laughs> Thanks. It's good. It's got the right kind of cut. You know. You know. What I mean? Oh, oh, now that you mentioned, I do see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And black makes it you know look much more you know. Thin. <laughs> That's what you were going to say, right? I look no. really thin. Shapely. You look great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely do. No, I came in and I was like, yeah, Bevo looks really good tonight. I mean, you always look good. But especially so. Well, thank you very much. No, you're quite welcome. We, we appreciate the effort you put out for for the rest of us that look at you every day. Exactly. Hey, we take any calls this show? Let's try to get a call. Let's try and get a Let's call. Let's try to get a call. If we had a listener, we can well, get a call. All right. Well, well, 888- <laughs> Uh, I, I can't even remember the number now. 401. 401 beer. one eight 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 four zero one. Just call in. We will be calling. 2337. We will be calling other people tonight. Oh, we have a, Ooh. a listener beer? We have a listener beer for each show. Oh, great. Nice. Bebo. Well, then maybe you don't call. We don't have a call. Out of the park. We have a caller. We have a caller. There great. you go. Yeah. Let's do this. Get to talk to the lovely uh, Bevo before, uh, before we... No, we're Skyping them. They'll get to... No. They get to go straight to, to you. It's straight to Porno Steve. Yep. There you go. Porno Steve. How's it been going, Tasty? It's going good. Um, <laughs> every day is like Saturday to me, it seems like. I'm always, <laughs> always I don't really work anymore. Yeah. I guess I'm retired. Right. I don't know. I guess that's retiring when you say, I don't feel like working. Yeah, I was never really sure what work you did. And, you know, yeah. and you're always very... Uh, you know, I do a little this, a little that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of. <laughs> yeah, you never, you never really revealed what. You oh, were I'm doing. sure I told you. I, I'm, I, I got so I start imagining it's like CIA stuff. It's no, like, no, 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 no. I'm a programmer, basically. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. I spent my whole career contract programming. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm that guy in the corner that nobody knows. <laughs> right. Like, who is that guy? Don't worry, he's going to be gone in a few months. Yes. Yes. Well, I actually, didn't go. turn out that way. I ended up spending like three or four years at every place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, you, know, you, you learn the crack strategy. The, the crack strategy. I oh. mean, I, I guess I, I, I kind of invented this uh, <laughs> when okay. I was I was working at Macromedia I know about and Adobe. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. um, they would, you know, you know how the software world is was sure every six months. Yeah, new they would. Reorganize everything, fire a bunch of people, and then hire people, and then they like buy a company, reorganize everything, and then fire a bunch of people. And so they would do this every every six months, and uh, you know every couple of years would be like a wholesale slaughter where they got rid of pretty much everybody, (laughs) and then started over again. Mm -hmm. And uh, they um, so my strategy was. You know, to just kind of lay down in the cracks, <laughs> like get on the you floor. know, so like nobody notices you. Yeah. 
so that you know when the scythe of uh, firing comes yeah, when the head swinging chopping, through, when the axe comes, yeah, you're 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 safe. It nice. just swings right over you, and you're you're good. Because cool. people would ask me, it's like, how have you been here like 15 years? Yeah, I'm like, I, you know, I just hide. You know, don't don't be like right out leader in the front. You know, don't be a trailing in the back. Yeah, you want that mid, that sweet mid section, yeah, a where, doer. where they don't think you're coming after their job. Yeah. And they don't think that you're you're dragging their numbers down. They're like you're one of the one of the spear carriers. Well, if you think about it, I, again, I know this a lot about the software development. It just takes one guy for any pro, for a project. It one there's always one guy that carries the project through. Yes. And you know, once you once you identify that as a company, yeah, you want to be that gonna, guy. You want to be that guy. That's that's. And the they'll guy never I let like. you go. Right. Yeah. Oh, there were times when uh, one time they they reorganization was happening and my boss called me and said you're now reporting to you know such and such in minnesota this was in december mm-hmm. i'm like what <laughs> i'm thinking well this is like punishment or something yeah, what i do wrong? I'm like what did i do I'm like yeah yeah you got to be out there monday this is like friday i'm like well uh, okay so i fly out there in my california clothes <laughs> spend a couple of weeks out there and then i like get to come back for like christmas and then go back out there again and while i'm out there Wholesale slaughter happens again. Oh, really? <laughs> they, they clean like every buddy well, that then. I was working with. <laughs> right. And then, you know, I, I've, I spent like four weeks out in Minnesota. And then they said, oh, yeah, we've reorg. Uh, you can now come back. Come back. And then they brought me back. And because they had to get rid of like an entire group, they huh. transferred the people they wanted to save yeah. out of the group first. Sure. And then they did, okay, yeah, we'll fire the whole group. Yeah. And, and they have, right. you know, they had a release coming up. And they needed you to put it in. Like, right. you're the guy. There you go. That's the way it works. <laughs> Everybody so, else is just like, what do we do next? Right. It's, it's being in the crack. You don't want to be. No. You don't want to be the leader. No. You don't want to be the Deadwood. Yeah. You want to be that guy. Yeah. Yep. Please that's, to hide. That's what. There you go. I think uh, there's there's. <laughs> Eva's completely bored. She's awake this time, though. It's unusual. Extra coffee, I think. Nice. Um, speaking of uh, what we're doing. Drinking. What are we drinking tonight? We are going to be doing uh, Vienna Lager. Ooh. Uh, you ever been to Vienna, Steve? Nope. No. Have you ever been out of California, Steve? Yeah. Um, Oregon. Uh-huh. Washington. Uh-huh. Texas. Lived in Texas for like five months. Uh-huh. Um, Doing a shoot there? Mexico, yeah. Uh-huh. It was a really quick yeah. you know, contract job. <laughs> yeah. I was in the crack, like you said. <laughs> Into crack or in a crack? In, crack. <laughs> in and out of the crack? Yeah. While, while you're in Texas? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, they got some there. Anybody? Vienna? Vienna? Anybody? No, no. I've no. been there. Have you? I have not been. Where uh, is Vienna? Italy? Austria. Oh, good effort. <laughs> Right. Close enough. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's you know yeah. like a day's drive. California schools are working on that problem, but we'll get to it. <laughs> right, there you go. There you, you go. have no idea how directionally <laughs> challenged I actually yeah, am. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, is there yeah. a Vienna? There's probably a Vienna, California. There probably is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good. Good Vienna Lager. So you know uh, the story of Vienna Lager and all that. And they were trying to uh, when loggers really uh, you know they were changing things over trying to go to uh, more uh, lighter color beer and all that hmm. my other Oktoberfests are Meritsons of course they, they had the Meritson before they did the Oktoberfest the Oktoberfest came out like a lot later well those seem like German styles to me but you're saying they're Australian or uh, Austrian Austrian I mean Vienna yeah, Austria right. Austria yeah. not Vienna Australia <laughs> no, <I'm> thinking, <laughs> there, there might be a Vienna Aust- Australia I'm like, got my mind on that kind of stuff I I hate, I may have suffered a stroke, and so I may be slur- yeah. slurring my words okay. a little. Yes, yeah. There you go. Uh, but that's why it's good to work in the beer industry. People that just think I've drank too much. Ah, see, crack crackism. I'm just saying, you could be in the crack. Could be. All right. Uh, let's large. do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Vienna Lager and uh, what makes a good Vienna Lager. What the style is all about. Right after this. 
When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Long-distance information give me Memphis, Tennessee. Help me find the party. Information, please try to put me through to her in 
back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're doing uh, Vienna Lager, which is uh, 7A in your uh, 2015 style guidelines. Um, overall impression, uh, moderate strength amber lager with a soft, smooth maltiness and moderate bitterness. The finishing relatively dry. The malt flavor is clean, bready rich, and somewhat toasty with an elegant impression derived from quality base malts and process, not specialty malts and adjuncts. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, the intensity without using the specialty malts is uh, fairly mellow. I think... Um, a lot of the commercial examples that they list use uh, specialty malts. Yeah, it's hard to get everything out of the base. Right, right. Um, aroma, moderately intense malt aroma. Uh, moderately intense. I'm not sure what that means. Medium, low, high, moderately intense. Intense but moderate. Is that well, it's medium? not very intense. It's not right. slightly intense. Yeah, I, you know. So I don't know what part of the middle it is, whether it's the bottom third, right. top, you know, whatever. And that's the, you know, uh, Vienna. They just give me a scale of one to ten. It's about a five. I'd, I'd love that. Right, right. <laughs> that that would be a better way to do it. Yeah. One to one to ten. Yeah. And then when they're talking about you know relative to other you know German lagers, it's yeah, you know exactly it's lower, but you know it's a it's a a six compared to all the other beers or something. Yeah. yeah, that would be good uh, because uh, you know it's not that that intense a uh, malt aroma. I mean, you get good maltiness out of it, but it's it's pretty pretty light, pretty restrained. I think. Yeah, there's not much going on there, um, malt wise. Yeah, uh, moderately intense malt aroma with toasty and rich, uh, malty rich aromatics, clean lager character, floral, spicy hop aroma may be low to none. A significant caramel or roasted aroma is inappropriate. Uh, light uh, light reddish amber, copper color, bright clarity, large off white persistent head, uh, flavor soft, elegantly. Elegant malt complexity is in the forefront, with a firm enough hot bitterness to provide a balanced finish. The malt flavor tends towards a rich, toasty character without significant caramel or rose flavors. Yeah, that all sounds right to me. Why do you get that toasty character without uh, especially malts? Uh, yeah, again, you know, the toasty is, I, I would say, more kind of bready. Um, Munich malt character, Vienna malt character. All right. Um, it has kind of a, a slight uh, biscuity, toasty, bready kind of thing. Uh, fairly dry, crisp finish with both rich malt and hot bitterness present in the aftertaste. I wouldn't go rich malt. Um, floral, spicy, hot flavor, maybe low to none. Clean lager fermentation character, sure. All right. Mouthfeel, medium light to medium body with a gentle creaminess. Moderate carbonation, smooth. Uh, comments, a standard strength every day beer not a beer brewed for festivals american versions can be a bit stronger drier more bitter modern european versions tend to be sweeter many mexican amber dark lagers used to be uh more authentic but unfortunately now more like sweet adjunct leading amber dark international lagers yeah um you know they're trying to reduce uh a lot of the flavor they're trying to increase the the overall impression of sweetness because that's what the you know uh what the hipsters are uh, drinking? No? Yeah. No, Steve? Yeah? He doesn't know. I don't know. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I really don't know. He doesn't know. Um, developed by Anton Dreher in uh, Vienna in 1841. Became popular in the mid-late 1800s. Now nearly extinct in Vienna. Um, let's mm. see here. Uh, characteristic ingredients. Vienna malt provides a lightly toasty and complex... Maillard rich malt profile. As with Mertzens, only the finest quality malt should be used along with continental hops, preferably saucer types or Styrians. Can use some caramel malts and or darker malts to add color and sweetness, but caramel malts shouldn't add significant aroma and flavor. Dark malts shouldn't provide any roasted character. Uh, lighter malt character, slightly less body and slightly more bitter and balanced than the Mertzen, yet with many of the same malt derived flavors. The malt character is similar to Meritzen, but less intense, more balanced, lower in alcohol than Meritzen or Fespier, less rich, less malty. Uh, to me, Vienna's always been Oktoberfest light. Yeah, it's like a light, lower version of Oktoberfest. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. Which I think makes sense. But 
you know, they're saying, oh, no, 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 it's, you know, it's uh, base malt and process uh, early on. But, you know, then they list all the, uh, the specialty malts. So, yeah, you know, you could try, you know, I, I would not go heavy in the specialty malts. I think that's, maybe that should be their, that should their be focus. The, that should be the focus. I think yeah. initially it seemed like they were saying maybe no specialty malts, which right. makes sense. right, right. right. Uh, OG 1048 to 1055, uh, IBU 18 to 30, Final Gravity uh, 1010 to 1014, SRAM 9 to 15, ABV 4.7 to 5.5. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, a good Vienna is... Uh, oh, any Any good German beer... Is you know sessionable something you're going to put in yeah, like uh, a a liter yeah, liter mug. You're going to drink a volume of that beer. Yeah, yeah. and I think um, you know the the cleanliness, the not too aggressive bittering or hopping, uh, and you don't want too malty because that also impacts no, too filling. Yeah, too filling and too it can be too rich on the palate. Where the where the palate? Because you're drinking a volume. You're you're, right. you're glugging a lot of this. I mean, yeah, not that yeah. it should. You know, the optimum isn't that it'd be flavorless, not at all. Mm-hmm. We that's you know we have that in American style lagers, but you know it has to be like you know sessionable in that in volume as well right. as uh, alcohol. I maybe. think if if you had you know an American lager, like a you know a Bud Miller Coors type mm-hmm. of thing, and you had a Vienna and you had that side by side, you'd say, oh yes, the in- Vienna is much more has much more malt intensity yeah. and flavor intensity, yeah. but. If you compared that to an Oktoberfest, or you compared that to a, uh, you know, a Bach, or you compared that even to you know a lot of the other you know craft beer type of you know amber ales or something like that, mm-hmm. you know it's going to be a lot cleaner, a lot yeah. uh, you know more lager easier drinking, yeah, easier. you know, yeah. just like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a great style. Yeah, have you ever brewed one, Tasty? I'm. I'm- I, I did, but I, I forget. It's been so long. It's like I was doing it for, like, you know, competition. competition. And, yeah. so one time, one and done. All right. It's a, always been a, a style of enjoyed I've enjoyed drinking them. When I, when I, it's identified to me that it is one. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I, don't, I get them, I don't even know. I just know it's a lager. But, it, yeah. Well, and, but I always tended to, when I was doing it, I always tended to do more of the Oktoberfest or yeah. the Meritzen. Yeah, the other side. A little bit right. stronger. Yeah. yeah, a little bit stronger, a little bit richer. Right. Um, and then if I wanted something lighter, I always went with like a Hellas or a Pilsner. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, that was that was kind of my focus and why I I really did not do a whole lot of Vienna. No, it wasn't. No, it never would be a style that I would make on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, like a, a stronger blogger, like a Dormer, that, that's the kind of beer mm-hmm. that I would make to drink. Right. Right. The beer. A Dortmunder. Yes. Well, and uh, always the uh, um, ales are a little easier to do without needing, uh, you know, lagering temperature. Absolutely. Another level of uh, fermentation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Well, let's take one more break. Get some beer in here. And we'll uh, we'll we'll have our beers. We'll be tasting. and, And we'll have a special guest on to share our... His name is Andrew. We'll have a special Andrew. The famous special. Yes. There you go. Yes. Well. He will be after this. He will be after this. You're the Andrew that was on Bring the Style? That's right. Yes, I am. There you go. All right. We'll be back right after this. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support. Like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any 
Penny Brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the thebrewingnetwork.com. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit Visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you you have a cleaning problem, you need the five star solution. Visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800 782 7019. 800 782 7019 and get the five star treatment today.
Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right. As I like to say, God damn, Bebo's killing it. She killed it. He's getting better and better every I know. Week. It gets Thank up you. in her game. Yeah. We've got uh, Devil's Backbone uh, Vienna Lager. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they won a uh, GABF medal for that. And then we've got uh, Heavy Seas uh, Cutlass Amber Lager. 
And then we've got uh, Negro Modelo, which has uh, always, in the past, been listed in the classic styles. I'm not sure if it is anymore. Um, the Hess. Uh, Grazias. Grazias. Gra- Gra- yeah, okay. Is it Grazias? Is it Grazias? Or Grazias. Grazias. I don't know how to pronounce it. Something like that. It looks like Grazis. There you go. Okay. Uh, and a beer from Andrew, who we have on the line as we speak. Andrew. How you doing? Thanks for sending in beer. Where, where are you located, Andrew? I'm in Pittsburgh right now. Okay. Um, are you, like, leaving Pittsburgh soon? or <laughs> Is that where you brewed the beer? No, yeah, I, I, I live in Pittsburgh, so I, I brewed this uh, uh, sometime this summer, June or July. Okay, okay. And uh, tell us about your, your recipe and your, your process. So I brew a lot of alts, and I've been uh-huh. trying to uh, nail down my lagers mm-hmm. um, in the last year. And I um, I really like Vienna lagers. I grew up in Boston, so I grew up on um, Sam Adams, but I wanted something a little drier. Mm-hmm. So I used um, three and a half pounds of Vienna malt and um, sorry, five pounds of Vienna malt, three pounds, three and a half pounds of Pilsner, and three pounds of uh, uh, Munich. Mm-hmm. And I wanted this to be on the drier side, mm-hmm. so I didn't use any crystal malt mm-hmm. uh, or anything that would uh, uh, leave a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. And I meant to use some color and malt, some. Uh, 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 Carafa special too, but right. I forgot to buy him. Right, it says it says so. on your on your notes, uh, two ounces of Carafa two. I would go with yeah. the the Carafa two special, which is the huskless. Right. Um, there's also uh, Brees has a Black Prince, which I think is is really good. That's also huskless. You use just a tiny bit of that. Um, okay, okay. Uh, and the reason you go huskless is. Uh, that way you don't get the roast flavor. Yeah, I didn't want any sweet flavor. I didn't want any uh, roasted flavor. Mm-hmm. I wanted something I could, you know, drink a liter or two and right. keep on going. Well, and I think you achieved that. I, I think if you – I would say it came out a little light in color. Obviously, uh, it, needs but, the, it needs the two you know, ounces. If you had the Carafa too. So, you know, that's that's a, a, a small – you know, I, I think if you had the, the Carafa two in there, that would that would help. Um, and I, I think your color would have been on, and I think you would have been right on with, uh, you know, the the malts you used. I think give it a a good uh, breadiness, and you know, uh, there's no real caramel sweetness to it. So I think that helped a lot as well. Have you have you brewed? Uh, was this your first attempt at Vienna Lager? Or? Yeah, I made a couple of um, Oktoberfests before this one. And um, some 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 box as well, but but this is my first uh, Vienna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, East Coast and uh, even the Midwest or the Upper Midwest. There's a lot of uh, lager brewing, and I mean Oktoberfest in Vienna and all that tends to be a uh, you know uh, something that's that happens frequently out there. Um, you know, for example, the August Shell Brewery in New Ulm, Minnesota. I've been there, and I've had their uh, their Vienna Lager, which I thought was excellent. I thought all their beers were excellent, at, as a matter of fact. I thought they were really, really knocking it out of the park. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of Germans settled around there. Yeah. That would be part of their culture, then, to, to have that style of beer. Right, right. Have a good one, too. And, uh, Andrew, uh, what else do you want to tell us about this beer before we uh, rip you a new one? I mean, before <laughs> we uh, go through the beers. I um I'm, I'm I'm mainly concerned about the the, the fermentation characteristics and mm-hmm. you know something like the the color and malts I've um, I, I I meant to get that um, right but but you know but other than that I'm, I'm just trying I'm just trying to make you know something that's that's um, you know easy to drink mm-hmm. right well you know that's exactly what the style's so. about you know a, a, a quaffing. Uh, Beer, uh, my friend uh, uh, Ken at Device Brewing, he makes uh, some some pretty damn good lagers, and uh, I'll get 
he'll be like, hey, you want you want me to fill you up a growler? I'm like, yeah, and just make it a couple of 32s. He goes, you sure you want 64s? I end up just, I, I get out my one liter Stein, and I just fill that freaking thing up, and I just gulp it down like I'm drinking a pint. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you fermented, let's see, what was your yeast that you used in this? Um, Wild Labs Bach Lager. 833. Okay. And uh, you had two-week fermentation at 50 degrees, lager 33 for four weeks. Uh, you mash 152 for 60 minutes, boil 90 minutes. Okay. Uh, Halitower leaf, uh, one and a half ounce at 90 minutes, a half ounce pellets at 90 minutes, and then a half ounce Halitower leaf at 15 minutes. All right. Yeah, you're starting gravity 1051, finishing gravity 1013 for 5% ABV. 30 IBU right in there. Okay. All right. Um, do we want to uh, go through the beers now and leave Andrew on, or are we finished with him? No, let's let him uh, hear, and uh, maybe we might have further questions for the witness. Okay. All right. Uh, well, then, uh, Andrew, if you can bear with us, we are going to go through our ranking of the beers. Porno Steve. Okay. Um, first off, I think the Gracias is way too uh, malty, actually. Um, a little too much. I the get Hess. a little bit, yeah, the Hess. Get a little bit more roast than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that one. Um, the two I do like are the Heavy Seas Cutlass and the Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager. Those have just enough maltiness. The aroma is really pleasant as well. Mm-hmm. Um, still has good hop bitterness to them, and so that provides a good finish to it. They're dry, but not too dry. Mm-hmm. Um, Negro Bardello, I would have to rate that third. I love that beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, I do, I do like his, uh, I do like Andrew's beer as well, though actually. Mm-hmm. But like you, everything that you said before, the color it could be improved, obviously. And um, but yeah, it's. It's nice and dry, and it's got good malt to it. Sweet, not too sweet. Okay. Yeah, I like it. So your number one is Devil's Backbone or Heavy Seas? Uh, I'd have to go with the Backbone. Devil's Backbone, number oh. one. Heavy Seas, number two. Yep. Uh, Negro Medellin, Negro. number three. I'd go with Andrews. Andrews, number four, and Hess, number Hess. five. Yeah. All right. Tasty? Yeah, that. <laughs> oh my god it is, it is five things we're ranking here and then you know as soon as uh as soon as we you know uh, uh andrew has a very good flavorful beer it's just that it falls into the into the second tier here in our tasting because it's uh color and it's clarity i don't know it's probably yeah. could have been more careful when we poured the beer mine came out kind of cloudy i think you might have got the first pour and it looks pretty clear Oh, so yeah. it's probably bottle condition. We didn't. We didn't. Yeah, mine's uh, a little murky well. too. I, I think it's because I was telling Beaver to bounce up and down uh, while she was carrying it. Anyway, so um, to me, you know, more about color. It's got great flavor. It's a good. It's a good clean beer, Andrew. I mean, you, you know, you did a good job in fermentation. The priceless thing is the look on her face. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, you, you should be. Uh, you're on the right track in terms of your uh, fermentation style. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was in a, a big fan of the. Uh, the Hess. I mean, Hess is a good, good beer. Mm-hmm. Just probably not a very, you know, typical uh, Vienna Lager. I like that beer. I've had it actually. If I drink it, uh, that this beer, the Hess beer, we got off the tap here mm-hmm. at the Hop Grenade, and uh, which it seems fine. It's just like we would expect. I think it was on nitro here. It's just a little undercarbonated, maybe. But yeah, the Devil's Backbone beer. Oh, I love that beer. So good. I, I, I know that I won an award, and I was at a, a wedding. Uh, my friend Noah. And Kelsey's wedding uh, in Asheville, and uh, April Anderson, who works at Devil's Backbone, was there, and she brought a keg of, of this beer. Mm-hmm. It was at the, for the wedding. Mm-hmm. It was great, and I love that beer. Was it as sweet as this one is? Um, I don't know. Our other choice was this IPA that uh, mm-hmm. Wicked Weed and I did together. So it was hoppy. So this this, this didn't taste uh, yeah, it great, like mm-hmm. a refreshing, mm-hmm. uh, not so... Uh, uh, Hoppy kind of, kind of beer. All right. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the aroma, color of that beer. I I, ch- I choose the number one. Okay. I'm, I love the heavy seas. I like the uh, mm-hmm. the understated character about it. Mm-hmm. Probably is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, otherwise then the Modelo is uh, uh. third and then uh, has an Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's start with the Hess. Um, I also had the Hess as number five. And the reason I do is too roasty. I think good good call, Porno Steve. I think you're you're starting to you're starting to pick up here slowly. You're starting He's to slowly. It, it has been really slow. You can be a porno and a beer expert. It dude. has been really slow. Um, I think there it does not have a clean lager ferment. It's got a little bit of kind of uh, almost a fusely kind of uh, thing going on, and I think that that. So I'm not sure that it's really a lager or. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, f- for that reason, I've got to I've got to put it at the bottom as well. Um, I don't think it really fits in the Vienna style, uh, neither lager wise or you know uh, malt uh, profile wise. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's, that's like a, a little, European amber lager or something. Like yeah, a little too roasty. It's, it's yeah. Um, I also had Andrew as number four. Andrew, the the issue that I have with this is um, there are some phenolics in it, and it's um, you know it's showing signs of uh, kind of a wild yeast. It was highly carbonated in the bottle, and uh, it's it's got some phenols. So I'm wondering if it's just the bottling or what. And it's also cloudy. I think there's there's a lot of active uh, brett or oh. something in there. So it might just be you know that bottle. Hard to say. Or it might be, I don't know if the whole batch tastes the same, if you've got another bottle that you can compare it to the rest. But uh, that would be the, the, the drawback there. Again, not not a, a true clean lager ferment. Um, then, number three would be the Heavy Seas. And the reason that the Heavy Seas is number three is that it is got... Uh, quite a bit of oxidation. It's candy-like did, sweet. Yeah, I was wondering, how, that's an East Coast brewery? Right. But these were, you know, sent over, but it's it's just showing a, a yeah, lot it's of got some oxidation. Uh, Best Buy, December 7th, 2015. So it's, it's it's fresh and new, but it is it is candy-like sweet. So that's often a sign of oxidation, and that's not appropriate to style. If it if it's not actually oxidation and it's the crystal malts or something like that, then that's I get more of that totally crystal malt too. character. Uh, it's too which much. will oxidize sooner. But. It's too much, it, and it smells like oxidized yeah. crystal malt to me. Devil's Backbone, I like it a lot, but it's too goddamn sweet. Again, I wonder if it's ref, a reflection of oxidation or. Crystal malt. Um, it says stoned, uh, eight thirty-six, fifteen. Oh, I'm guessing this is like a package date. Porno Steve, you you have young eyes. What does that say? The second line. Yes. Into the microphone. Uh, Read me out. I can't make the first one. Something eight oh six fifteen eighty four. Okay. So that might have been a package date. August. Maybe August. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's showing. Yeah. It's, it's got the underpinnings of great August uh, malt character, but it's sweet. Yeah, when I had it on draft, I don't remember it being uh, sweet. That's what I was asking. I mean, it's it's too sweet uh, for a Vienna lager. But I never thought I never I wasn't drinking it in the context of I've got, I've got a liter of this. Right? Can I drink that <clears throat> and have another? So I think that the thing you know, if you're and the reason we do this is so you can play along at home. You can go out and get. So I think Devil's Backbone. Should you get a fresher example yeah. um, or a less oxidized example, you're going to get, um, you know. A great malt character. It's going to finish drier. All that yeah. stuff is going to be part of it, and and that would be, uh, that would be the way to go. And that you could call you know a good example. However, I think the Negra Modelo. <laughs> it's kind of a. It's got a lot of malt, uh, especially malt character, doesn't it? It's it's the crispest 
crispest of the bunch. You can thank Porno Steve. He picked that up for us today. There you go. Thank you, Porno Steve. Oh, yeah. I think that that, you know, that really, uh, you know, that crispness is part of the style. They were saying in the style guide, too. You know, it's a crisp, dry finish. All the, you know, the Devil's Backbone and Heavy Seas are finishing too sweet. And again, it, it may just be Devil's Backbone. If that was packaged in August, well, that's starting to get a little longer. Well, the hops tooth. could drop out, and then, of course, that would sweeten the beer. Right. Um, you know, and it just depends on, on the bottling technology. And it did that. win the GABF uh, medal for, right. for a bit longer. Well, and, and the underpinnings of that, you can taste that toastiness yeah. you see and, that, and that breadiness there. So their malt character is just great. Yeah. Um, but again, too sweet still. And the heavy seas are just way too sweet. Um, so I'd have to go Negro Modelo, number one, at this point. All right. Um, the other ones are showing, you know, flaws which are, you know, clearly out of style. So that's that's why I'd go with uh, Negro Modelo, number one. You there think you the Negro, how, what about the color of the Negro Modelo? Is that still within the style, do you think? Yeah, I think so. It's a little little towards the dark side, but, you know. I mean, um, it's an amber almost. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I've never been that picky about color. Tastes great. All right, so there you have it. Thank you, Andrew, for playing along. Um, unfortunately, you did not win the... What were we giving away? Uh, what we got out there? Uh, something. Uh, a Corvette. We are giving away a Corvette tonight. Uh, red? T-top? White. White. Yeah. T-top. It's got one flat tire. One flat tire. That's right. The other three tires are missing. <laughs> Yeah. But the one that's there is flat. Well, we'll let you know that up front. It's like anything at the the Brain Network. It's up on blocks. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, and if you uh, enjoy this kind of uh, uh, information about beers, if you want to send your beers in to, to shows, uh, you're welcome to send them in to Brewing Style, the lovely Bevo, yeah. uh, with two E's at thebrewingnetwork.com. We'll take those in. Or you can send them to Dr. Homebrew as well. Uh, they do send actual, them to both shows. They, yeah, right. You're bottling up. You're sending a package. Just the send package it to Bevo and say, hey, give it to these right. guys, too. Split it up. Just throw an extra bottle in there. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, it'll get on both shows. There you go. She's saying no. No way. Know, okay. But, uh, try it. Try anyway. All right. Uh, and then, uh, forget that. They actually do a score sheet. Yeah, they do a BGC yeah, score sheet. Yeah, there you go. That's, you know, they're willing to write. We're not. So <laughs> We're way too lazy for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. The... Uh, Show, the beers are going to be on his show. There's a list out there for 2016 that Bevo must have put up nice. on the forum. See, she's so Go to the forum, world. see the shows, click on. It's under beer news. Under beer news. Any reason why we love this one? No. There you go. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll have a recipe for Vienna Lager right after this. Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft 
craftbeer.com and click on Beer Styles to start the guide. Plus, enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com, the Brewers Banter blogs, beer education, how to host a beer tasting, and the invaluable Draft Quality Manual. Tons of great content that makes your beer better. Visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion, camaraderie, and creativity of the craft beer community. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. An excellent set of beers. So good, we actually uh, pouring ourselves a pint. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're in Mexico. Oh, yeah. If I was in Mexico with Bebo, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be ordering from AdamandEve.com. Just to support our sponsor, I don't mean anything uh, un, uh, unseemly there. Uh, you know, you can order from Avenue dot com. Use it's embarrassing offer, to be into that stuff. <laughs> you can use the offer code Jamel, J A M I L, my name, oh. at AdamandEve dot com, uh-huh. and they're going to get you ten free goodies, ten free things. One is uh, a free special gift for her, for people, free special gift for me. Uh, for him, uh, and a free special gift for both of you. You know, I, I'm imagining it's like a double ended. Two know. different ends. Oh. Yeah, slightly bigger on my end, slightly smaller on hers. I, and I, 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 I get an idea, right? Uh-huh. Uh, six free DVDs. Well, and you know, if you're interested in seeing Porno Steve, you would look in the hipster category of the porno. Porn, yeah. yeah, and uh, you'll see him in there in uh, in Steve Does Texas. Porno Steve does Texas. In the crack of Texas. In the crack All of, of Texas. In the, in the crack of Texas. Steve goes crack hunting in Texas. Yes. You will see that too. And then to top it all off, your 10th free gift is free. I think Bill is going to come out and punch me. Free shipping. Well, that's right. It's a special deal. Right, right. And it use, use the off code Jamel, J-A-M-I-L, at adamandeve.com. You get the ten free gifts. You get the the three free gifts for for you and for her or for him. You get the six free DVDs and you get the free shipping. It's a great deal. Great sponsor. Try them out. Uh, if you haven't before, you'll be you'll be quite thrilled with their customer service and uh, and quality products at a reasonable price. All right. I'm sure you're all waiting with bated breath for. Yeah. My recipe for Vienna, which uh, I like to model after like a good Negro Modelo. Uh, 1050 is your starting gravity. 1012, you're finishing. You're looking at uh, 26 IBU, 11 SRM, a 5% ABV. You're going to go with, uh, uh, let me see here. You're going to go with, uh, sorry. <laughs> You're going to go with uh, 3.4 pounds, 1.54 kilograms continental Pilsner malt, 3 pounds, 1.36 kilograms Munich malt, and 5 pounds, 2.26 kilograms of Vienna malt. You're going to mash at 152 degrees Fahrenheit, 67C, uh, and you are going to boil for 90 minutes to reduce the uh, uh, DMS from all that uh, Pilsner malt. 
Uh, oh, sorry. Throwing the craft special two, uh, two ounces. Your hops can be halitol, uh four percent alpha acid, sixty minutes, one and a half ounce. Four percent alpha acid, ten minutes, uh, a half ounce. Uh, I like the uh, for Vienna. I like the uh, WLP eight thirty eight Southern German Lager. I thought it was great yeast. Or the Y-Yeast 2308 Munich Lager. You're going to ferment uh, around 50 degrees for, uh, you know, a week or so, 10 days. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to uh, slowly lower the temperature, you want to crash cool it because it's going to make the yeast express a bit more um, flavor-active compounds. Stress. Yes. Uh, When you're finished, uh, you carbonate to two and a half volumes. And there you go. Did I cover everything? I believe I so. so. Okay. Any special water treatment? Do you soften the water? Do you do anything? Uh, nothing special. Uh, would you write that? No, I never did. Never did. Um, but uh, you could. I would not go like you know gypsum or anything like that. No, it wouldn't calcify too much. No. Right, right. I mean, if anything, I mean, it depends on your water. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was building water from, from base, I would go, you know, some sulfates, uh, but I'd keep it fairly fairly low, and I'd go more in the, the chalk territory. Yeah, more in the carbonates. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, indeed. All right. Um, anything else? Let's see. No. Questions? No? I guess we're good. I think we're good on that one. I think we, I think we knocked it clearly out of the toilet. At least, let's say it's out of the park. Uh, no, Steve. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're all excited about the quality of the work we do here. No. Yes, I am. <laughs> See, one of us. Bebo has enthusiasm, and that's why she's doing more work than all the rest of us. It's her show. She's doing it, man. Look at it. five, uh-huh. five examples of Vienna. Uh-huh. I could not find five examples of Vienna. I would have showed up with a six pack of Negra Medellin and go, ah, that's all I could do. This is what we would have had before. This is what, what Justin would have done. This is what Scott would have done. There you go. Thank you very much, Bebo. Appreciate it. All right. Well, you. Another episode. In the books. It's fun. Nice hanging. Yeah. Are you disappointed tasting? No, I'm not disappointed. All right. All right. Well, if you were, I'd say stay tuned. We got another show coming up. Yes. We're going to be doing Scottish Ales. Oh, yeah. There you go. Looking forward to that. Now that, I've got something to say. Uh, you know your shit about those Scottish Ales. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that go. in action. There you go. All right. Well, and if you want to keep this action going, yeah. make sure to visit our sponsors. Make sure to check out the Brewing Network, the Brewing Network store, brewingnetwork.com slash store. They've got uh, hoodies, and they've got growlers, and they've got uh, thongs, and they've got uh, spatulas. They've got it all. They're branded with the, yeah. the, the, the Brewing, Brewing Network, Network spatula. Uh, Brewing Network. Hey, you haven't? You, hey. I don't have one. That's one of the best. If you need a spatula, go on to brewingnetwork.com slash store. Check it out today. Till then, you're strong, everybody. And over.